Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome back, Spartan Pride Podcast. Fans first, Sports Network. Jonathan Shop here with you today as we go around the world of college football like we like to do in the middle of the week. This is week three. Wow. Pretty busy. Pretty busy. Pretty busy time around the Big Ten, around the world of college football. We might as well start with some updated thoughts on the Mel Tucker situation at Michigan State. As everyone knows, Mel Tucker's out. As you know, if you listen to this show, he's not coming back. He's on the way to being fired for cause, and there's no reason to believe anything different will happen in that situation. So that's what I would count on from here. Now, there is some interesting stuff to consider. A couple of things. We've got Harlan Barnett has taken over as head coach for Michigan State. What an opportunity for him. The short of it is he's probably the lead candidate by default because there are no other candidates right now to be the next head coach of Michigan State on a permanent basis. I told you the other day, and I think the same today, Max Bulla, Pat Narduzzi, and Pat Shermer are the top candidates I would name at this time, along with Barnett. We have seen interim coaches do good and bad at Michigan State. We've obviously never seen one have 10 games to work with. So that's a lot of time for Coach Barnett to really do what he talked about in his opening press conference. He's got to show what he can do. No one has any idea what kind of head coach Harlan Barnett will be. No one knows if he will make the mistakes that coaches that he's worked for in the past have made or if he will learn from them. Um, it's going to be real interesting to see, and we're going to talk about it Friday as Michigan State gets ready for Washington. I can't wait to see what he's got. I can't wait to see what changes are made, if any, and I can't wait to see what happens really specifically with the offense. I do think you're going to see some different looks on the offense at, at key times. Uh, My impression is, much as Mark D'Antonio got in the way of the offense too often during his tenure at Michigan State, I think Mel Tucker from Game 1 
uh, made some of those same mistakes, and I expect those mistakes are going to be gone. I expect that Harlan Barnett will either make better decisions on, hey, we need to run here or pass here, or he'll maybe stay out of the way and let Jay Johnson run the offense he wants to run to completion. That's going to be something to watch. Tucker decided to issue a response the other day that was bizarre, as the entire thing here is bizarre. I realize we're in we're in some new territory, folks. We haven't seen something like this before. But I think Tucker's continuing to miss two main points. Number one, the issue, the behavior, what he was doing on his own personal time, I don't know that most people have a, an issue with that, meaning I don't know if they really care. The problem here is who he was involved with. That's the bigger issue. He does not seem to get that yet. That's the problem. Who he was involved with. Miss Tracy is a rape survivor, a advocate. She was brought onto campus to address the team at Michigan State. That's, that's really the bigger issue is what in the world were you doing involved with someone in that position? That suggests a lack of judgment and a lack of self-control. And that's really the bigger issue than the he said, she said part of it. The second is uh, Tucker doesn't seem aware of or, or doesn't want to acknowledge the fact that the contract says what it says. We went over that in a previous episode. You should flip back to that if you have not reviewed that portion of the contract for yourself. It is really in plain English. You can understand it. You don't have to be a lawyer to understand that. I do not see any possible way that Tucker's going to get another dollar from Michigan State per the terms of his contract outside of some unbelievable generosity from Michigan State, which really they have no reason to extend at this point. Not one bit. So as you begin to see some lists, and I saw a couple that were just banana stupid about potential coaches for Michigan State. People just no clue pulling stuff out of thin air. I, really, be careful. Don't take that stuff too seriously. There's nothing wrong with fantasizing and daydreaming, and there'll be a hot name and a cold name and a hot name later on this year. But I would really take a giant grain of salt with those names unless they seem to have some merit and make some sense. I have outlined for you, I think, the three that make by far the most merit and most sense. And I got a feeling that we'll talk about this in November and those same names will be in the same spot. Let's go around the world of college football midweek edition of the Spartan Pride Podcast here on the Fans First Sports Network. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Later this week, we're going to have part two of our Chase It Again look back at the 2013 Spartan Roundtable, if you will, with Hondo Carpenter and I sitting around a table. So it's just us. Part one was a lot of fun. Part two is going to be fun as well. We're going to go through, um, we'll start with the Notre Dame game and, and, and go through, I think, about the Iowa game. 
which is a good amount of stuff. There's a lot of good stuff that you're going to hear looking back that you haven't heard before and has not been reported. Keep an eye out for that. That's coming later in the week here on the Spartan Pride Podcast. I want to look now at the six most interesting games of the week, the pick six. These are the six most interesting college football games I've seen around the country taking a look. The first one in no particular order is in the Big Ten in Bloomington. Jeff Brom's Louisville Cardinal coming to Indiana. Indiana head coach Tom Allen is back up against the wall this year for a lot of reasons, um, a lot of ways. Indiana look okay at times so far this year, but have they played anybody? No. Jeff Brom knows Indiana a little bit. Obviously, he was just at Purdue for a bunch of years. Louisville at Indiana is going to be an interesting one to watch. As is Kansas State and Missouri. Now, Kansas State and Missouri is not usually one you would think that would be anything to think of. But you have here is a ranked Kansas State team going on the road to a SEC foe that used to be in the big 8, 12, whatever. Um, not a great spot for Kansas State to go get drilled. But that's kind of what I think is going to happen there. That one is interesting. Minnesota at North Carolina is terrific. North Carolina probably should have lost last week to Appalachian State. They barely get out of there. Minnesota grinds it out at home. So far, Minnesota has really, I think, been pretty reserved and pretty calm. I look for a big day for the Gophers as they show up in the Research Triangle Chapel Hill on Saturday. Across the Piedmont region in Athens, here comes trouble. South Carolina at Georgia. So many times Georgia has tripped and fallen over South Carolina. It's a big one for South Carolina. They're all big for Georgia. At some point, Georgia is going to lose. It's been a while. I don't know that it'll be this week, but that's one to keep an eye on. Georgia, I think, has a difficult fall coming, and I don't know if that might start this week. Virginia Tech at Rutgers is one you used to just give to Virginia Tech over and over. Not sure that's the case. Uh, Extreme rain delay. In Blacksburg last week as Purdue hung around, waited, waited, hung around. Eventually they started that game up again. Virginia Tech at Rutgers I don't think is as simple as, oh, it's just going to be a walk, really, for the Hokies. Watch out. Rutgers could make some noise here. There's always noise in the backyard brawl. One of the great rivalries in the sport. Pittsburgh at West Virginia this time. I don't know West Virginia has anything left, but this is the backyard brawl. And anytime we mention it, especially when it's Pitt at West Virginia, we've got to mention the single biggest upset in modern time relative to deciding the national champion. Rich Rodriguez, West Virginia Mountaineers, are hosting the Backyard Brawl, the season finale, ranked number two in the country. No question they're going to the national title. 28-point favorite, and the absolute choke fest. Just choke their guts out and lose to Dave Wanstead and Pitt, the most underrated, powerful, really history-making upset. 28-point favorite at home. You know, people that used to kick Ohio State for losing a national title game 
forget that they never had a business being on the title game that year. Pitt with what a just an enormous choke. 28 point favorites at home against your rival, and they lost. Rich Rodriguez's career from there headed south. Well, actually, it didn't really head south. It headed south, but you know what I mean. It unfortunately headed south. That one, never forgotten. Nor is the backyard brawl. Make sure you check that one out. Pittsburgh at West Virginia this week. Always, always a classic. Around the world of college football. Jonathan Shop with you. Spartan Pride Podcast. Now, lastly, when you look around college football right now, you can't move a foot without seeing Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, Colorado, just doing all their business and things. Off to a hot start. It's kind of funny. A um, couple things stand out to me. First, really good staff that Sanders has there. Pat Shermer is an offensive analyst. You're going to hear more about him and his name come up more. I've already started it here on this show. Keep an eye on what they're doing at Colorado offensively. Pat Shermer has a hand in that. And so does Schurter Sanders. Look, this looks like a quarterback that can play. You know, we've only seen two games. I'm not saying he's ready for the NFL yet or one of the awards. Uh, Long, long way to go, but he can play. It looks like he can play. He's a tall guy, and um, he can move around a bit. Now, he's probably got to do something about his mouth. Uh, He decided to take some shots at Matt Rule after the game last week, which came kind of out of nowhere, didn't make any sense, and have not aged very well. This is not a great idea. At the college level, we don't have a lot of, we don't really have any players talking about an opposing coach. That doesn't exist, doesn't happen, sure won't happen in the Big Ten without massive repercussion. And uh, Or do we have any, really is it extremely rare a coach would call out a specific player. So not helping himself there relative to his NFL candidacy when it comes to maturity. Um, the Sanders clan is off to a great start. That's fine. They need to check themselves a little bit and have a reality check. Um, that really doesn't have a place in the sport. There's a reason it doesn't happen. It won't happen. And this was a bad move for Shadir Sanders. It is a mistake. It's a mistake. I'm sure in time he'll realize it was a mistake. But to go at Matt Rule with nothing was a bad idea. Rule handled it like a professional since he is. He's been a coach in college before. <laughs> Coaching the NFL and now he's got some uh, 19 or 20 year old kid uh, going after him. Very strange. Very strange. Colorado has Colorado State. Used to be, it still is a great rivalry. I like to see it in the snow more often than not. But over the years, it's been a big one. It's the biggest one, really, for those schools. I got no idea what Colorado State has, but Colorado is rolling. They're a nice story, something to watch at the moment. But, folks, let's remember it's not even September 15th. So let's just pump the brakes, let people play games, and then figure out who's good and who's not, who's what, who's where, who's got a chance for New Year's Six Bowls. You can't tell that yet. What you can tell is that Colorado has a quarterback, but the quarterback has some work to do on checking himself It's not going to end well for anybody, specifically him, if he starts going at other coaches. There's really not a place for that in the sport, 
and it's not going to help his candidacy to play at the NFL anytime soon. Around the world of college football is what we do in the middle of the week here on the Spark Pride Podcast. Check out this Fans First Sports Network. There's something for everybody. I will talk to you again soon on the Spartan Pride Podcast.